Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Broadcast. Today is Sunday, June 3rd? Uh, June 4th. June 4th. Sunday, yeah. June 4th. And we're back with another episode. And guess what? I'm back! Uh, but we made a trade-off. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, by the way, I gotta say, I'm here with my co-host, BT Jones. You know, the consistent one. Barrett, Barrett Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, the consistent um, one. Born and raised in uh, Concord, North Carolina. Yep. In uh, the boonies. In the boondocks. Yep. Um, but yeah, but we made a trade. And um, as you see, I didn't say uh, my other co-host, Carter Braley. I was gone for the past three weeks. Carter Braley is not here this week. I have no idea what he's doing. Um, he could have at least responded to us and told us he was not coming. But um, he just goes, I don't think I'm going to make it. Yeah. So uh, we're going to, whoa, hiccups? Yeah, had a lot of food today. What'd you eat? Um, chicken and uh. mac and cheese and <laughs> green beans and Hawaiian bread from the graduation luncheon. But you seem like you're the type of guy who just likes to only eat the chicken skin on the chicken. I do. The, unless it's boneless, I don't, I don't eat the, like, the meat part. Do you like boneless pizza? The meat part is like not bad, but like I, I don't want to risk eating a bone, you know, like. The skin's just better. But yeah, boneless pizza's good. You got a boneless pizza? Boneless pizza. Uh, two liter Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. That was one of my favorite videos as a kid. Yeah, but like I said, I haven't been here for the past three weeks. Um, been running around the race circuits yeah. of North and South Carolina. Um, a lot of NASCAR in my blood. To hear boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys and girls. Um so I uh, started off actually the beginning of, well, the end of April, um, but I was actually here for this podcast. I uh, hit the drag strip, um, and not the drag show, uh-huh. uh, dad joke of the day. Um, so I hit the uh, drag strip here over in Charlotte, um, just hanging out uh, around the cars and everybody down there. Then uh, we had I had an off week, so I was here for that podcast, but then... Um, Ended up shooting down to Darlington on Mother's Day for that entire weekend on Friday. Um, and then the next weekend, immediately went back to uh, North Wilkesboro for NASCAR's return to the All-Star, or the All-Star race is returned to North Carolina, but the first time NASCAR's been to uh, North Wilkesboro in 20-something, 25, 30 years. There you go. Um, so I was there for that, for that whole weekend, watching every practice, every qualifying session, every race. And then well, last week it was a Coca-Cola 600 here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It actually got rained out that Sunday, so I didn't think I was going to make it, but the race got canceled. Dang. Um, that Sunday, and they raced it on Monday. Yeah, so I could have made it last Sunday, but I didn't know because they canceled the race like 6.30, 7 o'clock. So, but now I'm back. Um, NASCAR was fun for the past few weeks. Got to watch Ryan Blaney win his first race of 50-something races. Got to watch... Who won at North Wilkesboro? Kyle Larson whooped everybody at North Wilkesboro. And then at Darlington, William Byron won. Yeah. Watched a bunch of wrecks happen right in front of me. I watched one of the most brutal wrecks I've ever seen in my life when Denny Hamlin got turned by Chase Elliott, <laughs> um, which led to Chase Elliott getting suspended for a week. So uh, as much as you've heard about movies and video games and anime and Sonic and Didn't Star Wars and uh, Star Trek and every type of nerdy thing they talked about, I'm talking about NASCAR. Exactly. But not the whole time. I uh, just had to give a refresh of where I've been, yeah. I guess, for the past few weeks since I wasn't here. We didn't have a Mother's Day podcast or anything like that. And yeah. uh, y'all came on and killed it for the past two episodes. Um, yep. 
was talking about movies. We'll have to get some of your takes here. Yeah, uh, Shrek 2. Yeah, obviously. Sorry. It's better. I've got Funky Town stuck in my head. I was telling him this earlier. Funky Town! <laughs> but uh, I guess I'll, um, this past week, pretty good. I got the Sonic Crocs. The he does have the Sonic here. Crocs on him. I'm not going to lie. Um, I would never wear them because they're like Lightning McQueen, literally, but as a shoe. Yeah. But they fit Barrett so well because they got all the little pins in them. Yeah, the Sonic uh, things. So they usually come with the Sonic ones on them, but there's a few that I got that were like extra that I got, you know, and <laughs> the mic was really close to his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got those, which are sick. And then uh, I've been playing Spider-Man, which I've been playing on my, my own <clears throat> YouTube channel, which I just finished recording the series and finished the game today. And I'm a, I, I must say I'm a broken man now. Did you um, speed run it? Sort of, yeah, kind of. Like, I was, I was getting through it real quick. Like, compared to, like, the very first time I ever played the game, it felt like I took a lot longer to play it through the first game than I did, or the first time through this time. But I also got to do all, so I beat the main game, but I still got to do all the DLC stuff, and then I got to do Miles Morales before Spider-Man 2 comes out. So, and that should be easy. I mean, I'm doing it. I, I've been going at a good rate. Um... So I just got to get those. Yeah, I've been grinding on the videos, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. He's the next dream, but not for Minecraft. I, I don't. Or the next. What's the other one? Who's that Minecraft YouTuber that died? Uh, tech, Techno Techno Blade. Technoblade. Yeah. It Technoblade. It was Technoblade who died. Yeah. Bruh, I, I didn't so. even know that, bruh. I think so. I was. Only that because of Mr. Beast. Yeah. I, about I think that was his name. I don't know. I mean, uh. Yeah, I mean, I've always liked video making when I was a kid, but I never like you know did anything with it. And then I had a YouTube channel back in high school, but I was like self conscious about it. Um, and then high school kind of made me lose sight of like you know what I wanted to do, and I kind of forgot. But now I live with my grandparents. I was in a really low point, but now I'm I'm up. I got money. I got no women, but that's all got that's all good. <laughs> oh my I got, gosh! <laughs> I got um. You know, I got uh, I got everything now, and you know, I'm getting getting uh, even better work and stuff like that. And I just realized I'm like, dude, I love video making, so you know what, I'm gonna pursue YouTube. So that's why I'm like, you know, I'm out, I'm out here talking about it because I don't care. You know, I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. You know, maybe a YouTube Instagram is coming soon if y'all actually care about that. But you know, you probably don't. But <laughs> tell them again what they need to go subscribe to. Baraspy. That is B A R R. A-S-P-Y. And that is my name mixed with Aspie because I have Asperger's and that is the short term for nickname for people with Asperger's. They call them Aspies. So I just put that together because it's unique and it also just, it feels official. You know what I'm saying? But, well, that's my, that's like the main channel where I'm going to be playing games. But I also have a vlog channel and you could just, that that's just my name. Just look up my name and then 69 on the back of it. BT Jones. <laughs> it's just BT Jones 69. No, it, it was Bear Jones. Gotcha. But. Yeah, uh, and that's I'm just gonna be doing vlogs and stuff. But you'll actually you can see. So that used to be my old channel. So I have some of the old videos on there that are vlogs, and they're, dude, they're so. I, uh, I went back and watched them, and I I cringed actually, like wanted to kill myself <laughs> watching those videos because one of them it's like it's a video and it's in New York, and it's when we went to New York for a day after the Delaware trip, oh. and it's just me like moving the camera around like this, like giving us giving the people who are watching the video like a seizure or something like that. <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, so bad. But um, uh, well, I guess that means you're only the second best YouTuber I, would, I know. Then yeah, you, I don't think you'll ever pass number one. Who's that? Coach Kaysen. I think it's oh. impossible. As a think... YouTube? 
Yeah, yeah. that's why we call him Coach Kaysen. YouTube is literally called Coach Kaysen. <laughs> I didn't know that. Coach Kaysen is like stormtroopers take over Harris Teeter. One of the funniest videos you will ever see in your entire life. It's like Cole and Curtis Inslee and um, uh, uh, Landon Gardner and Coach Kaysen in stormtroopers mass taking over Harris Teeter. I, I didn't know this man had a YouTube channel, bro. That's why he's called Coach Kaysen. <laughs> I thought y'all just called him that because he likes sports. No, because that's the name of his YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, it was just Coach Kaysen. Oh. Uh, and then <laughs> the second best YouTube video he's got is uh, my friend got her arm stuck in a pool table. <laughs> and it's Lennox Moore's arm stuck in the pool table. <laughs> and like oh, Landon. He calls Landon. His brother, by the way. His YouTube name, like Tiger Life 1995 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then Landon bottle cap flips and it lands. And all you see is Lennox Moore's arms get stuck in the pool table. Uh, great video. Great video. Um, yeah. High quality. Probably should have won a few Emmys, a few Grammys, a few YouTube awards. Play button. Um, yeah, I think it's got probably 750,000 views, 800,000 views. <laughs> and yeah. I'm all 800,000 of them. Yeah. Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I go, I need to go watch Coach Kaysen's YouTube videos. Uh, so he only has two? No, he's got a bunch. Oh, really? Damn. No, it's like nine or ten. Oh. And a lot of them are still. just skits we did. I had, okay, so on my old channel, I actually had 99 videos, and I deleted almost all of them. So I, I don't have 99 anymore, but I had 99. I was playing, like, Red Dead, Spider-Man. I was playing Sonic, obviously. But now I'm playing all those games on the new channel, obviously. But, you know. Um, Braspy. Yeah. Don't forget me when you're famous. I won't. I'm, I'm going to use my YouTube money to buy our Sunday broadcast studio. I'm going to need, I'm gonna need like, a, like 100000 a year off your YouTube. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna After need. I'm done pouring into the, the broadcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bro, it's that chicken, dog. Bro. Bro. Oh, my goodness. This is why we will never be a quality podcast for any of us because we do stuff like that. Goodness gracious, son. I really hope you guys didn't hear that. Um, I think they did, 100%. And um, I'm going to go back to this, listen comes to this out, podcast tonight and I'm going to listen. And if I hear laugh. it. Uh, just know, if you hear it, we apologize. If you don't hear it, just don't ask questions, please. Yeah, we're not going to tell you what I did, but I did something. I think you could, they, I think they could tell by the reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they could, I think they could easily tell by the reaction. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess are we going we gonna to rate? Bro, I didn't even tell you about my week yet, bro. Oh, well, I mean, you did do a whole week, but I guess, yeah. This I week did three did. weeks. Yeah. But I didn't tell you about this week. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah go. Okay, ready? I'm going to break it down from today to yesterday. And the day before that. And the day before that. All right, Monday, like I said. NASCAR race. 900 miles of racing. 900 miles. That's about from here to Huntsville, Alabama. Or Huntsville, Alabama. Gulf Shores, Alabama. Gulf Shores, Alabama to about New Orleans. Louisiana. That's a long drive. 900 miles of racing. You know what happened? It rained. Almost every time there was a caution. So there was a bunch of red flags. That was Monday. Tuesday, I went to Greensboro. Wednesday, I went to Greensboro. Thursday, where'd I go? Greensboro. Greensboro. Friday, where'd I go? Greensboro. South Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> and Greensboro. <laughs> I was in Greensboro all week working um, on a uh, top secret car dealership that nobody's supposed to know about. And if I tell you, it'll have to kill you. So. Dang. 
Just kidding. Um, Definitely <laughs> not Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a Hyundai. <laughs> um, so I was up there, and then yesterday, what did I do? I woke up at 9 a.m., right? Yeah. Uh, first time I got to sleep in a long I went time. to Greensboro? Nope. No. <laughs> Dang it. Woke up at 9 a.m., my friend called me, Uncle Terrell, also known as Sam Merman, Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters. Sir. We talked for about 30 minutes about his week at camp, and then for the rest of the day, uh, not for the rest of the day, but like I got up and did a few things in the crib, played a little 2K, a little, little FIFA, that means <laughs> FIFA, uh, a little bit of, a little bit of uh, uh, Madden, a little bit of NASCAR, uh, a little bit of every video game on my Xbox, except Sir. Flight Simulator. Sir. Um, and I really didn't do anything. Then I watched the NASCAR races yesterday. Um, who came over to my house yesterday? Chandler Jessup came over to my house. Uh, we watched Charlotte FC lose 4-2. to two. Uh, Charlotte FC has been the uh, crushing... Um, has been crushing my soul recently with the way they've been playing. So, zero goals up until yesterday. They scored two, but they still lost. And um, brutal. Brutal loss because there was hope for a second, and then there was no hope that they would win. Um, very sad. Uh, shout out, no free shout out, Michael McKinney. Sir. I hung out with him Friday night. Sir. Uh, shout out, no free shout out, Zach Cooch. Hung out with him Friday night. <laughs> Sir. Shout out, no free shout out, Carter Braley. I saw him Friday as well. Um, and then today I woke up, hopped in the shower, and then came to Pitt Baptist Church. And it was graduation Sunday. And okay. shout out. This person gets a free shout-out for graduating, Baden Jones. Yeah, I know. He flexed on everybody, bro. Okay, so let me tell you all something. My brother, smart as a whip. He had four – so he mentioned at the church today that that uh, he has a full academic ride to Mar- Mars Hill. Uh, University. Yeah, he has a full academic ride. But what he didn't tell you is that he got four scholarships. One was to App State, and that was only like 40000 But the rest of them were also full rides and had over $100,000 on them. Yeah, so that's crazy. But, yeah, um, it was it was a pretty good uh, – it was a pretty good uh, – I liked the, the service. and Shout um, out to all the graduates. Shout out to yeah. uh, Blake Andrews. Yes, sir, the GOAT. Shout out to John Edgerton, even though he wasn't here. And I know yeah. there's a bunch more that I'm missing. Danny Diaz, my homie. Yes, sir. I love Danny. Um, we all love Danny. I love Danny. Danny Diaz is one of the greatest humans on the face of the planet. Sure. Um, I thought worship was really good this morning. I thought yeah. Isaiah Keith. Shout out Isaiah Keith. Um, he graduated, so he gets a free shout out. But sure. he killed it. In tenderness, open it up. Yep. In tenderness, he signed me. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was sick. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, did it really good. And then, so it's not right, Pastor Scott. Yeah, it is right, Pastor Kevin Knight, who we're going to have on the podcast eventually at some yeah, point. Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. And by soon, that means one day. Yeah, like... So this is not RPS, this is RPK. Yeah. Rate Pastor Kevin. Not KGB. Kevin's good boys. Kevin's good boys, yeah, we are well, we KGB. Could become Kevin, we could become Kevin. Kevin's good boys when he comes on the podcast. We'll have to <laughs> ask him about his greatest youth ministry fail. That'd be sick. <laughs> and his greatest youth ministry success yes. at the same time. Yes. <laughs> um, I thought his sermon was fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
he brought up the character of God, which I was like, thank you. Not a lot of people do that. Who, what do we really worship? Who do we really worship? Talking about God himself, but why do we worship God? And that's through his attributes and his character. And I thought it really resonated and it was uh, super encouraging to hear, um, especially just spoken out loud. Uh, I'm talking about God's omnipresence and omniscience and um, his love and his grace and his mercy and his kindness and his goodness and that his law that he's given is good. So I thought all of those things were really good. And I thought like how he brought it back to we all need to be in the scripture. We all need to read the word of God so that we can hold fast to what he's teaching us so that we can receive wisdom from God himself. Beautiful sermon. He tied it up with a bow and placed it down for I think everybody could understand. There were definitely um, points to where. Like if uh, you're a new Christian, you might not fully understand um, at that point. But I think that's really good to hear so you can ask questions about what that is. And I think he did explain it well enough to where even if these big points were high and lofty in an an extent, um, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. I think it's really good to be fed the meat of Scripture and not just the uh, spiritual milk. Um, But he also made it understandable for everybody who was there, uh, made the gospel really clear. So for me, it's a 9.9 out of 10. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. And his fit was fire. Yeah, that too. Uh, 10 out of 10, I also really liked, uh, basically, you hit everything that I could have said, but the only other thing you haven't said is I liked his story. His stories uh, are his, all good. His, like, yeah, I think that's one of the things I like about Kevin the most when he preaches is his stories are usually really good, and he can make really good analogies that makes it easier to understand because I'm, like, really bad at understanding things because I'm autistic. So, um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, his stories were great, and, I mean, you know, they were funny too, and, you know, had a cool dad joke for us there. So, you know, 10 out of 10. What did the mama bison say to her son? My son. I'm going to have to report you back to Cusco. I'm going to have to report you back to Cusco. My mom's never seen that movie until I saw it. And then uh, one of the lines came up and mom was like, how did you know that? I was like, because I am Kronk, mom. I'm like, I, I am. I'm like. The, the emperor's new clothes. Yeah. The poison. Poison for Cusco. Poison made special. Go, Cusco. Cusco's poison. Yeah. There's no easy way to say this, but uh, you're going to have to report you back to Cusco. <laughs> He's to be so good with the voices. Oh, yeah, I know. I can do Yoda, too. Mm. May the force be with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe I should be a voice actor. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> good. I, I, don't do do, I don't know if I do any voices, any, like... Well at all. Oh, no. <laughs> Do Sonic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Rock on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Way past cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a me, a Mario. <clears throat> what? Yeah, I couldn't do more. Luigi. <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> I can't. I- I'd have to do it like Jack Black. He's like, preach. I don't even know how the song really goes. I just know that part of the song when he screams it. Yeah. And he's, I'm back in black! It's not as good as Matt Tucker's back in black, but... Yeah. Um, Matt Tucker looked very dapper this morning handing out Bibles. Yeah, I know. I was like, dang. But it was a small class. It was probably one of the faster um, ceremonies. But, you know, not that that's a bad thing, obviously. Um, but just uh, usually, you know, used to... Bigger classes, I guess. Yeah, our class was massive. I think yeah. it was the biggest we ever had at Pitts. We had like 30 kids. Yeah, it was close to Because we all like grew up. Uh, what is that sound? I think they're moving bleachers or something. They got to be moving bleachers or they're uh, putting up the daggum food things. Yeah. Um, 
And we'll be right back. We're going to go investigate this, so I think this is a perfect time for an ad. Boom, 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 boom. And we're back. And we found out that... Um, it was just my brother moving the table. No. We found out it was actually a nuclear bomb getting dropped on us, but we saved it. Yeah. Because we paid attention in time. Yeah, because I am autismo. He's tismed up. Yeah. He's tismed, he's tismed up and ready to go. You cannot handle the uber instincts of my uber autism. Uh, <laughs> have you ever, uh, have you ever uh, uh, had an uber driver? Uh, I've never been to uvu jabber. <laughs> uh, famous Vine. Sorry, a bunch of you younger kids probably have no idea what Vine is. Um, and by that, I mean Curtis McInnes. <laughs> shout out, no free shout out. Bro had no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever had an Uber driver? Uh, I've never been to Uvu Jaffer. What? Make it make sense. Water Malone? Water Malone, boy. Um, but I guess back on to the topic from last week. Movies. Um, yeah. The one movie I'm excited to see in upcom- upcoming is Oppenheimer. Don't know what that is. Mm. I'm just trying to see Spider Verse because it just came out. Mm. Miles Morales. Yep. Yep. Miles. Mor- yep. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. Miles Morales. Um, Oppenheimer, though. Yeah. So what's it about? Uh, the nuclear bomb. What is it with you nuclear bombs all of a sudden? <laughs> Nothing. But I can't remember I said that. But that's actually what Oppenheimer is about. Is uh, uh, the builder uh, Jake John uh, John Jacob. Uh, Oppenheimer Schmidt. Have you ever heard that song? No. 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 John Jacob. Uh, I don't even know how the actual ringle, ringle, ring, ring, jingle, jingle, <laughs> jingle goes. Um, no, but uh, Oppenheimer is actually about the dude who built the nuclear bomb. Albert Einstein's in the movie. Obviously not making an appearance because he's dead. Somebody plays him. No idea who it is. Matt Damon's in the movie. Um, a bunch of other famous actors are in the movie. It's going to be amazing. Christopher Nolan's directing it. It's a three-hour-long movie, and it yeah. comes out the same weekend as what other movie coming out? Barbie. Greensboro. <laughs> Greensboro. <laughs> uh, coming out with Greensboro. <laughs> welcome to the Greensboro Coliseum. Today is June 4th. It is a Sunday, and welcome back to the ACC tournament between your North Carolina Tar Heels versus the Duke Blue Devils. Today, this matchup is sponsored by NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I could be a radio personality, I think. Yeah. Do you, you listen to the radio? Uh, I used to, I guess, but that was only because, like, m- my dad would take me to school, so in the morning he'd listen to, like, a sports radio, so. But, I, I mean, I, is podcast technically radio now? Because, like, that's all, dude, all I, I listen to. I kind of feel like that's like radio. Yeah, like, all I listen to at work is podcasts. Like, they help me, like, work better. So I, I'll be listening not only just to Sunday broadcast, but I listen to other <laughs> ones that... You know, I listen to one where they all three live in Japan and they talk about Japan and that's where I get my information about Japan and it makes me want to move there even more and that's what's going to happen eventually. <laughs> um, I listen to Distractable. That's a good one. Um, I listen to uh, Pardon My Take. Yeah. Sports podcast. I listen to Pat, the Pat McAfee Show. Sports podcast. Um, but I also listen to... You the, listen to Go My Favorite Sports Team? No. No? Oh. <laughs> no, no. I listen to uh, The Bible Project. I listen to Door Bumper Clear. I listen to the Dale Jr. Download and Actions Detrimental every single week. Um, so my days are mostly full of podcasts, which yeah. is, uh, I'm a consumer. I never thought I'd be a podcast guy, but yeah, and I, I enjoy listen to youth groups, youth, youth, youth Group Chronicles. Youth Group Chronicles. Yeah. That was, about? Um, 
So it's this guy, and he gets, like, a bunch of, like, youth pastors and, like, people who have served in youth ministries, and they just send in, like, stories, and he reads the stories off. And they're, like, they're, like, crazy stories. Like, it's stuff that, like, you know, like, not all of it's, like, good, but, like, it's still, like, some funny stuff. Like, there'll be something like, oh, yeah, I accidentally left the blind kid at the the mission field or something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Or, like, I left left the deaf kid, or I lost the deaf kid at a concert or something like that, or at a convention, something like that. Uh, Stuff like, I guess, that and ranging in between. There's so many. He only does, like, 22-minute episodes. I'm almost caught up, so. Um, One of my favorite podcasts of all time is called uh, Christ Culture Coffee. Um, I think it ended about a year and a half ago, probably two years ago now, almost. Dang. Um, not about a year and a half ago, actually thinking about it. Um, they were such a good podcast, but one of their dudes actually went on and moved on to, um, uh, I can't, I don't remember the name of the company now, but it's an apologetics company. Uh, one of the best podcasts, if you ever want to learn about apologetics and doctrine and theology, all in one, why we believe what we believe, I would say... Go listen to Christ Culture Coffee. Uh, Robbie Lashua is probably one of the smartest human beings I know. So relatable. He's really good on the pod. Um, The same thing for Bible Project. That one's so good. Tim Mackey absolutely kills. John Collins absolutely kills. I love the Bible Project. Um, I mean, it's just like, it's, they talk about stuff that you would never like pay attention to in the Bible. Yeah. And you're like, holy cow. This actually is crazy when you connect these dots because you actually have like dove so deep into the scripture and what it's saying, what it's pointing to. It's like, oh my goodness, dude, how do you know this? Yeah. Like so smart. And it's like, I think if people listen to that podcast, their faith would be encouraged a lot. Their faith would be deepened a lot. They'd be like, holy cow, this is really what God has done through just a book that is written over 3000 years. And this is like, our God really, our God is really that big. He's really that good. Um, so it's super encouraging, um, yeah. those podcasts. And I mean, I could talk about podcasts for hours, each one. Yeah. Go on. I'm going to love all the people on all the podcasts. Um, yeah. Because sometimes they make you feel like you're at home, you know? So um, yeah. those are the best types of podcasts where you feel like you're a part of the conversation, even though you're not saying anything. Yeah. And that, that's even coming from me, you know, introverted person. I don't know. Like, I love, I love, maybe it's just a part of me that, like, I don't conversate much, but when I do, I like deep meaningful conversation i think that's kind of why i start wanted to start sunday broadcast with you and carter because like we all three have talked before in like long sittings like anytime we've been on like you know uh beach retreats stuff like that like we've always had like deep conversations so i've always just been kind of like oh man maybe we should start a podcast because you know like we get we talk about funny stuff funny stories and i'm like and we also just get into like deep conversations about stuff and you know like rack each other's brains and like i think that's what i like about the podcast like podcast and why i think they're on like a rise because they're so like popular and why everybody's listening because like dude youtube all it is is podcast right now and you know uh i can't wait for us to get better equipment so we can start you know putting ours on youtube so people could see our faces finally um you know they're ugly as freak but you know (laughs) um uh I think I think you know that's why podcasts have just been on the rise because it's just interesting to like be not only one feel like you're part of the conversation but two just to kind of see how people think and how they view things because it's like you know podcasts is like I feel like that's the most raw form of like char- character in mm. a way like like you can get the you can truly find out how a person is through podcasts because it's like you know it's not scripted it's always you know you just are saying stuff off the cuff. And stuff like that. And that's how it's kind of always been. 
And it's like, and I think that's a, why a lot of content creators are getting into it as well, because it's like, you know, like, you know who they are on a camera, but off the camera, it's, it's a lot different of a story. So, you know, you listen to their podcast and like, I listen to a lot of con- content creator podcasts that, like I said, um, and, you know, I'm starting to like understand them on a deeper level because I've just been listening to their stuff and, you know, how they think and their opinions and stuff like that. I think, yeah, 100%. I think you do give another person better listening to a podcast. Yeah. Like, you, obviously, you don't know anybody that, like, you're listening to. Like, like yeah, you know who, uh, let's say, for example, you know. Like, if you listen to Impulsive by yeah. Logan Paul. Nobody that I know has ever met Logan Paul. Yeah. But if you listen to that podcast, I think, regularly, um, I don't. I'm not really You kind of get what he's about. Yeah, you get what he's about. You learn more about him. Uh, you get to see a side of him that you wouldn't see on his videos and things like that. Um, and I hope we kind of do that for our people, too, that are listening. Yeah. And I, I guess, hope people think I'm funny now, because like I don't think a lot of people knew I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not just that, but that's the main one. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. No, um, but I also want to announce. Barrett has no idea I'm doing this, um, but we actually have our uh, second guest ever. He's actually at the door right now. What's up? What is up? Listen, he is here. He is ready to go is for three minutes on the podcast. podcast. It is. Yeah. I, I can't go tonight, though, guys. But yeah, but he's, to. but he's got two minutes. We can ask him questions. Okay, for two ask minutes. me in two. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, best ministry moment. This is Kevin Seeger, by the way, epic oh, pastor wow. at Pitts Baptist Church. I got to pick one? Yeah, one. Just one. Oh, best. Wow. I guess this is kind of personal, but getting to baptize my three kids all at the same time. That was, that was pretty, that's pretty yeah. awesome as a dad. Were they all baptized here? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, having them in the baptismal pool, and then that was, that was pretty awesome for me. But that's more of a personal ministry thing. But I'd have to think about that. Give me some time. Next time I come as a guest, I'll have... Give me the first question I'm going to ask you. Okay, I'll be ready. Give the first yeah. question. I'll be ready. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs> That was perfect. So uh, you got a short uh, introduction to the next podcast that we're going to have as an interviewee. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Seeger. But that was not planned. That's not what I was going to announce. Oh. <laughs> uh, what I was actually going to announce. Um, <laughs> what I was actually going to announce is say uh, we are going to take applications for interviewees. Just kidding. Uh, if you want to ever be interviewed. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Text yeah, us. On the Sunday broadcast. Um, so we can Instagram. add you to our schedule. We want to we wanna interview some people. Um, just talk uh, life with people that uh, you may not know, um, but to hear uh, about different perspectives of uh, believers, but also some non-believers, and see how um, you know their life is, what their worldview is, and how like uh, you know they live their life. And I think that'd be a good conversation for us to have with uh, non-believers, but also yeah. a good conversation to have with believers, and you know definitely show people uh, our side of uh, what we believe and stuff like that, and hopefully it'd be an encouraging conversation to see how people will think and how people act and um you know what makes them tick as a person what makes them go so uh it's just, uh just hit us up if you want to be on the pod man we want to interview people yeah um we've been talking about this probably for i guess a month now yeah text the some people on which one takes the sunday broadcast oh they can text or? they can text our phone numbers if they got it and yeah. they want to text uh the sunday broadcast instagram at sunday broadcast they can but me bear yeah. and carter have been talking about getting people on the pod for about a month month and a half just yeah. um really get people on and really interviewing them we really enjoyed the episode with your dad yeah. robbie jones everybody, so, I, everybody liked it i was getting a lot of feedback from that so um so we're uh we want to bring people on and um 
you know, just expand our audience to those people's friends and um, just so they can hear the hope of the gospel, um, which, you know, that's our ultimate goal with this. Um, our goal for us is not to make money. Our goal yeah. for us is not to, um, you know, have a brand where we're famous and popular. Our yeah. goal is not to have like a, a world-famous podcast. Our goal is to glorify the Lord and hopefully somebody be... Yeah, and just have um, fun as well. Yeah, life. Somebody's life will be changed by the gospel. Um, if that's through them listening to the podcast, coming on to the podcast, if that's... You know, somebody encouraging a believer in a way, thinking about something, hearing something that we say and thinking and pondering about it. Um, that's kind of been uh, our, like, driving force behind us. Nothing to uh, – no, no, I don't, I don't want to say we're motivated by anything else, but yeah. we're definitely motivated by glorifying the Lord through what we do, um, yeah, what we say on the pod. But we also try to be just as genuine as we are because we're not yeah. perfect. So. Yeah, and we, always, and we always try to, you know, talk about regular things as well, like, you know, because obviously, like – not that not that not talking about the Lord is, is bad all the time, but you know you guys want to know like you know what what we think about different kind of things all the time, and you know like just more feel more of a real, so we like to you know mix it up sometimes we'll talk about you know the Lord obviously, and those will probably be more most of our interviews are probably going to be more centered around you know Christianity and stuff like that, but you know like sometimes when it's just us three, the boys like you know we might just hang out, talk about movies, talk about whatever you know like talk just, about minecraft, yeah, just like you know just be a little personal because I know like I know people probably want to see that too, you know it doesn't always have to be like oh. You know, like, preachy, I guess. You know, not that that's bad, obviously. But So I guess my question to you, Barrett, is who is your dream interviewee? If you could interview one person, who would it be? On this podcast? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I can scratch my dad off because that was, that was kind of cool. I kind of wanted him to come on. Um, I'm not, and we're not talking, like, famous people. We're talking about just people No, famous people. Anything. Anybody. Uh, shoot. <laughs> Anybody that you know, I know. Oh, that I know. Okay, I was about. I was you about to know like, people that you're like. Like, and I say that. I mean, just okay. really anybody in the world. Um, shoot. Well, somebody that I don't know, but I would like just because he's funny and he seems like a genuine. I, I, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. If we got Shaquille O'Neal on this podcast, that would actually be <laughs> sick. That would be so sick. I love Shaquille O'Neal. Um, that would be like my like. I guess nobody I know, but as far as I know. Probably uh, either of my brothers or um, or uh, Isaac or Ethan, I think. Cool. Ethan especially since, you know, he lives in California, so he could definitely tell us a lot about California and his whole music-making thing too, so that'd be cool. Yeah. I think for me, I would really want to interview... Michael um, McKinney. <laughs> yes. Uh, David Platt, number one. Yeah. 100% David Platt. Number two would be John Piper, and then after that, uh, like three, four would probably be uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sir. And then uh, number four would be John Hunter Nemechek. <laughs> but the people we know, I definitely want to get uh, Josh Labish on the pod. I knew you were going to say Josh, Josh Labish on the pod. Like um, I really want to get Aaron Layton on the pod. Yeah, that would be um, sick. I know he's probably going to listen to this. Yeah. Um, but also Michael McKinney. Can't forget yeah. Michael. So. Not Ryan. No, nah, not Ryan. Ryan's, <laughs> Ryan's a loser. He don't listen to the podcast, so uh, I don't want to get Ryan on the pod, bro. He don't I really thought he was going to listen to the pod when we first announced it, but I guess he never did. Dang. No, he just likes the Instagram posts. That's about it. Dang. Yeah, he's a certified loser. Follows the Instagram, but don't even listen. What the freak? That's a crime against humanity to yeah, be man. friends with somebody and not even listen to their pod. I know, right? I listened to their podcast after they dropped it while playing FIFA. Yeah. Even, even my friends that they don't know, even they follow the, fo- the podcast and they listen to it and they always text me every week and they're like, bro, the podcast is great. You're hilarious. I'm like, I am? 
Me funny? What? <laughs> um, also, if you're listening to the podcast right now, um, it would be encouraging. It'd be awesome if you guys could rate five stars and leave a crazy review about us. Yeah, we like only how have amazing like, we are. Yeah, we have three five star reviews, uh, and they definitely weren't us. We don't know who it was. Um, but we, I, but we also need one person to leave a four star review, so it kind of like makes it like a four point eight. Yeah, it's, so it looks really realistic. Yeah, and then just put like. Yeah, this is funny. And then, like, say who your favorite person is on the podcast. That way we have to fight for favoritism on the <laughs> – no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. 100%. <laughs> we want to cause division. So yeah. please do that. Yeah. Please say who the favorite is. And then maybe yeah. that will get us a, in a competition to tell people to go rate our podcast so we fight each other to get more listeners. And then what we'll do is our marketing will be – We'll be like, as the sole favorite of the podcast, I, I encourage you, <laughs> it'll be a part of our marketing. It's kind of like uh, there's these two guys and they do a clothing brand and they're both the CEO, but they market themselves as the only CEO. And then they, they hate on the other person at, for fun is their marketing. And it's, it's really, I'm like, that's actually some, that's smart. That's funny. Smart, yeah, no. Yeah, um, we should do that. We're also working on for our podcast. Um, some t-shirts we're working on stickers t-shirts. we're working on hopefully hoodies. getting a better setup too getting an yeah. actual office eventually um, when I buy a house there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff we're uh, we're encouraged by the amount of listeners we get every week it's been encouraging yeah. um, uh, the uh, revenue we're bringing in from the podcast to allow us to uh, get podcast equipment yeah to uh, uh, so the quality becomes better for you guys right so yeah um, please keep commenting on our Instagram post please liking resharing um, tell your friends about the pod, man. We really yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah, it, means, it means so much to us that you guys listen all the time. Yeah, for real. Um, and support my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, and support Brassy. Shame. Yeah, sh- shameless plug, but you know. Shameless plug. Hey, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's not. You hope you know we don't get free shout outs on the show, Barrett. That's like. 50, but if it's me, it's not. Nah, that's $50,000, bro. Dang. Well. $50,000, bro. I'll pay it to you in the form of a whole podcast studio because when I buy my house, we're getting a studio. I'm, I'm making sure I'm getting an office area when I buy my house. I'm already working on credit. I got a credit card, bro. Hey, if y'all want to get uh, a, we're going to make t-shirts. They're going to say shout out, no free shout out on them. We want to know if you'd like sick. this. So, um, that would be sick. That that needs to be like one. And then we need, uh, what's the other one? Bangarang. Bangarang, yeah. We need to make Bangarang. We need to make uh, shout out, no free shout out. And we need to make AWL shirts, which means award winning listeners. Yeah. And then. Uh, All, uh, Michael McKinney is an AWL. And Brocasters. Yeah. Aaron Layton's an AWL. Yes, sir. Uh, Dina Jones is an AWL yeah. award-winning listener, and my grandparents—they always listen. Hey, to. Um, Curtis McGinnis. Yeah, him. probably the biggest AWL. Especially after he finished, like when he figured it out, he texted me. I'm like, "How, how many of you listen to?" He's like, "Dude, I listen to all of them." I'm like, "Yeah, how you do that?" <laughs> Dude, he's on—he's on the case on Sunday nights. He's ready to go. Dude, to the he's pod. sitting there. He's got Spotify open. As soon as that thing pops up, boom, done. He's Banger! Reading yeah, he's reading that thing, um, which. Thank you so much to you guys, you a- you AWLs. Um, yeah. Um, a lot of this stuff comes from other podcasts, just FYI. AWLs comes from Pardon My Take. Yeah. Shout out, no free shout out. You know what podcast that comes from? That I've used that since day one of this podcast? What? It comes from Bussin' with the Boys. Whoa. They say the same thing. Shout out, no free shout out. Dang. And they actually have huge sponsors like Chevrolet. Dang. And the That's NFL crazy. and all these places. So, um, Dang. That's crazy. Maybe one day the NFL, maybe one day or Chevrolet will uh, sponsor the pod. Or um, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back Tarnkai Star Rail. Oh, yo, verse. Yeah, hopefully we're giving you a little bit of insight. It's probably making some sense to you. Uh, we're trying to let you in on what our podcast uh, is like a little bit too. Yeah, we're just kind of going in depth here today. We're no real. So we I open we're just, and transparent with we're you guys. Being, we're being the. I guess this is the fan episode where we're um, responding to our our fans that don't really. <laughs> but uh, it is, um, yeah, it uh, definitely is uh, nice to um, get feedback, especially like vocally. Like most most of our feedback comes in from like via text. Like I get a lot of texts and stuff, and people are like, "Yeah, dude, like great," and like you know. And then I'll have some people being like, "Oh, you're dropping an episode." I'm like, "Yeah, working on it right now." Like you know, it's it's going up stuff like that. So it is it is great to have the support, especially because like. Going into this, I think me especially, like, I definitely wanted to do this. Um, I was excited about it, but like I said, at that time, I was going through stuff mentally, so I was a little self-conscious about it. But then, you know, I think you and Carter being in it as well, having me, like, having, like, my back on it, I guess, and backing me in it, and you guys weren't in, y'all, you know, definitely have a larger following than I do, made me a little more confident in it, I think, because it's like, oh, yeah, a ton of people are going to listen if y'all guys are on it, you know, because obviously you guys are carrying it, because I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm the antisocial one, I don't have a lot of followers or reach or anything, but, you know, as time's gone, like, and I've said this before, um, I've talked to Ethan about it, like, a ton, I'm like, this this podcast has genuinely made, I, I'm pretty sure it's one of the reasons why mentally right now I am the best I have ever been. I don't, I, I, I genuinely, I am doing so good now. And it's like, we text with each other throughout the week too. Yeah. All the time. Like, yeah, we're, we've always been really close even before this podcast, but now it's like, we're even like, we just get closer all the time through just doing this. And we'll just send memes in the group chat sometimes, or we'll just, you know, text in the group. Just chat, whatever. dudes being dudes. Yeah. Just dudes being dudes. And, um, yeah, I, from the bottom of my heart, um, like I know I say it a lot, but thank you for genuinely listening. Yeah. Um, thank you all for being a part of this journey that uh, kind of started out as a joke, but not really started yeah. out as a joke. It was like, well, we're going to do this, but yeah, we don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. And um, you guys have really launched it off to a place we never expected it to go, man. And um, yeah. extremely grateful. Um, but we still uh, uh, shout out to Thomas Helms. Shout out to uh, Corey Childress. Um <laughs> The first ones, Blake Lacey as well, um, to really uh, get on, train, and support us. Um, and these are people that I know very well, um, but not necessarily um, see often at all, um, who have really supported the podcast from far away and telling people about it. So shout out, no free shout out to you guys, man. And uh, with that, we're going to dive into the topic of this podcast today. Um, it's called The Law. The Law. The law. The law of the land. <laughs> now we're not talking about the law of the land. We're talking about uh, God's law. And what does that mean for us as Christians? All right. So, Barrett, when you think of the law, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, well, maybe it's just because I'm with my grandparents. But the <laughs> I, I think of the Old West because <laughs> that's West, what yeah. they used to call it, the law in the Old West. But... I guess that, but if we're talking in Christian sense, I usually think of the Ten Commandments, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think when I think of the law, I think of the Ten Commandments too. Yeah. But I also think of the speed limit. Yeah. A lot of the time. Like, do I obey the speed limit that often? Oh, it's just a suggestion. Yeah, I think it's just a suggestion <laughs> too. Um, that's, for, that's for the bad drivers. If you're a good driver, you can go any speed you want realistically. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about the law... 
was uh, this past weekend, I was reading a book by Francis Schaeffer called True Spirituality. Um, it's an amazing book. I'm only a few pages into it, not that deep into it. Uh, because when I read any type of Christian book, I really like to take my time and go slow and really work through what the author's saying. And Francis Schaeffer was bringing up uh, the law of love, um, but also he was bringing up the the law itself in this chapter. And I really wanted to focus on that part because I think it's uh, it's imperative for a Christian. It's imperative for um, anybody who is a uh, who wants to know more about Jesus or loves Jesus to know what the law is and what it means for us as Christians, right? And um, I'm going to read out of Psalm chapter 1 before I go to uh, Exodus 20. But this is what uh, King David says in the first Psalm. Um, and he starts off at verse 1 saying, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, and on God's law, he meditates day and night. <clears throat> He's planted like a tree, planted by a stream of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And all that he done, does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. But I really want to focus on verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. So if you just pick up your Bible, and a lot of people know about the Psalms mm -hmm. because it's very, they're very simple to read. You can read one a day <clears throat> for a pretty long time. A lot of people like to read one proverb a day. Um, but if you just pick up your Bible and you turn to probably one of the most popular books in the Bible, the Psalms, this is the first thing you'll read. And he talks about the man. Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And I think for me growing up, when I heard the Ten Commandments, I think of it, I thought of it just as a list, right? So I was like, ah, and and as humans were made to were made to worship God and follow God, but yet we've sinned, right? Every single one of us has sinned. So for us, our nature is to want to break rules. Yeah. If you see a sign in somebody's yard or grass that says, Do not step on grass, do not walk across the grass, what is the first thing you're going to do. I'm stepping on the daggum grass. We're all <laughs> stepping on the grass, right? So like, right there, we see a rule, we want to break it. Yeah. The speed limit is 55. We do not want to go 55 <laughs> miles an hour, right? So trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to go 60, 65. And honestly, you probably won't get pulled over for it, but you're, what are you, you're still breaking the law, right? Yeah. Um, but in Psalm 1, he says, Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And on the law, he meditates day and night. So what does that mean? You got to go back to Exodus chapter 20. Um, there's a lot of them. This is obviously the Ten Commandments, right? And this is what it says. I am the Lord your God who has brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, 
for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. You or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in the six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seven. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your mother and father, that your days may be long in the land of the Lord your God that he is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. Right Here's the last commandment, verse uh, chapter 17, the 10th commandment. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant nor his ox or, or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. So it's Ten Commandments, and uh, uh, and we still uh, live by that. Why? Because that's a moral law. Um, for us, Israel itself had uh, thousands of actual ceremonial laws and uh, uh, laws for for them. Right. So a lot of people like to bring up that as a Christian, we're not allowed to wear uh, poly cotton blend, right? T-shirts. Yeah. Because there's different types of um, wool use. In making this polyester and cotton, two together. You're not supposed to do that. Um, they like to bring that up fairly often, saying that we're breaking the law. Yet, um, that law is ceremonial. That law is for the Jews themselves, right? Um, I think of everything has to be kosher. Um, so for us, we're allowed to eat anything as Christians. Why? Because Peter had the vision of the of the white sheet coming down. And God's saying, you can eat anything and everything. Yeah. So... There's a lot of rules that don't apply to Christians, but the Ten Commandments do, and we learn a lot. We get a lot of wisdom from going back and reading the Old Testament. Psalm 1, blessed is a man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And I think for a lot of Christians, we don't necessarily go back. We like to only think about God's grace. We only like to think about God's mercy, right? Um, but Paul in Romans 6 says, uh, do we go on and keep on sinning so that grace may abound, right? So do we keep sinning so that the grace of God will be shown, and he can give more and more and more grace. Paul says, by no means do we keep on sinning. That we follow the law. And for us as Christians, we should see the law is a really, really good thing. Why? Yeah. Because without the law, me and you and anybody who's listening, we can't see that we're a sinner. Right? If the law, if we don't have the law, the law doesn't reveal our sin. So I'm going to ask this question. I want you to answer it, Barrett, but I want them to answer it too who's listening. What do you call somebody who steals? A thief. A thief. What do you call somebody who lies? A liar. Okay. What do you call somebody who murders? Murder. Killer. Yeah, pretty simple, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you call somebody who um, commits adultery before marriage? Uh, An adulterer, right? I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you call somebody who covets something? Uh, uh, coveter. Coveter. Yeah. I guess a, a... Yeah, a coveter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so out of all of those, right, <clears throat> I want you, and I'll answer these questions too as I ask him, but I want you in your car or if you're at work, I want you to think about this. Are you a thief? Barrett. You are. <laughs> Have you stolen anything? Oh, well, yeah, maybe like once or twice, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So you've stolen something, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's one. Check it off the list. Yeah. Um, have you ever uh, lied? All the time. All the time, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, anything you've stolen, if that's little or small, you've stolen something, right? Everybody who's listening has stolen something. That's not theirs, right? In the moment, you might have been like, well, I'm just taking it for a little bit. But you're taking it without permission. You're stealing, right? Yeah. Um, you're lying. You know, we all have lied. Everybody's lied. Um, but this is where the question kind of gets tough. Have you ever murdered somebody? No. You would say no, right? I ask this question, too, to anybody who's listening. Have you murdered anybody? Because um, I think what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, I'm actually going to turn to it really quickly. Because I want you to hear what Jesus says about murder. I want everybody, I need, I need to hear this every day, too. Because I fall short in this just as much as anybody else. Um, right here. Matthew 5. You have heard that it was said of those of old, you shall not murder. And whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put to prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You've heard that is said of those of old. You shall not murder and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But verse 22 says this, But I say to you that everyone who is angry to his brother will be liable to judgment. So have you ever hated somebody? Uh, some, some people. Yeah, sometimes, right? Yeah, like, really, but, yeah. Well, he says here in Matthew 5 that if we are angry with somebody, if we hate somebody, it's murder. So now with that being poured out, are you a murderer? I guess in that sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, now I ask this question for those who are listening. Uh, for you and for me. I'm a murderer. I can't, I can't sit here and say I've never not hated somebody, right? Especially as a little kid. You yeah. know, somebody took your toy. Somebody took your spot on the playground, whatever. Um, so you think about that. Now with that also in mind, um, are you an adulterer? That's the question I ask. Because I would say, yes, I'm an adulterer just as much as anybody else. Why? Because Jesus says if you even look at a woman or if you look at a man with lust, you are committing adultery. Right? So it's not necessarily the outward action. Yeah. It's the inward. It's the inward thought. It's the motive inside of you to think that. So the law itself reveals to us that we are all sinners. That we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And why is that a good thing? Because if we do not have the law, if we do not have Exodus 20, if we don't have the Ten Commandments, if we don't have what Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, if we don't have these things, we don't know that we're a sinner. And that goes for everybody. And if we don't know we're a sinner, we don't know that we need a Savior. And each and every one of us, Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that nobody comes to the Father except through him. So think about that. If we don't know that we need a savior and we were to die without knowing this, right? If we didn't have the law, 
we would die and we would all go to hell. But yet, God has been gracious enough to give us the law to reveal our sin. To say, look, you know, I am a sinner and I am guilty in so many different ways. I'm going to actually go to Paul's account in Romans chapter 7. I'm just flipping through my Bible here because I want to really focus in on this. Because it's, it's, it was brought to my attention through Francis Shaver's book. And to me, I am like, I am so like, oh. Um, where is it at? Um, <laughs> I think it's Romans. I think it's Romans 7. Uh, so I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see my members, another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive for the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks to be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I, I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Sin itself, right, is revealed through the law. And I really just want to create this picture in our heads. The law reveals our sin. If you go back in Romans 7. What then shall I say? That the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would have not known sin. Paul says, if I had not known the law, if I had not seen the law, I would not have known sin. For I would not have known what it is to covet. The law had said, you shall not covet. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive apart from the law. But when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. The very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me. For sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and through it killed me. So the law is holy. And the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. Did that which is good then bring death to me? Did law bring death? Does law itself tell us that we... That is, is law itself the reason we're going to die? No. No. It is sin, right? This is what Paul says in verse 13. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It is sin. Producing death in me through what is good, the law, which is good, it produces death. In order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. For we know that the law is spiritual, but we, that Paul says, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not, I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do... If I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. It's, it's very big, and this is what Paul is saying. That, that, that the law is good, but yet sin is the thing that kills us. And without the law, we would not know that there is sin. And, and I want us to wrap our minds around this for a second. The law was given by a holy and righteous God. Perfect. 
Yep. We learned about that this morning, right? God is holy. He's perfect. He's all-powerful. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's all good. He's merciful. He's gracious. But God is also just. So he's given the law to us in his justice to show us that we're sinners. But he's also given us law in his grace to show us that we are sinners. He's also given us the law in his mercy to show us that we are sinners. He's given us the law in his love to show us that we are sinners. And he sent Jesus to show us his love. He sent us Jesus to show us his mercy. He sent Jesus to show us his grace. He sent Jesus to show us his justice. It's intertwined for everything and everybody. God himself, God himself has said, the law is here so that you can see that you are in need of a savior and that nobody can fulfill the law. For each and every person listening, if you've ever broken one law, if you've ever lied, that means you've automatically broken two commandments. You've broken, if you've lied, you've broken uh, the commandment to covet. Why? Because coveting itself is showing us that, oh, we've lied, but we also are coveting. Why? Because we want to sin more than we want God. We are saying that we do not think God is enough in our life. And God is holy. He is righteous. He is perfect. And he has given us his law. So that through it we can see that he is so good and that we are in need of him. And that he is a savior who cares and he loves enough about us. That's the beauty. That's the beauty. And I think about Isaiah 6. When Isaiah is in the throne room of the Lord and he realizes, holy cow, God is so good. He is so perfect and I am not able to stand here before the Lord. Woe is me. If we all sat down and thought for a second to ourselves... If Jesus came back right now, if Jesus said, I'm, you know what, in the next three seconds, I'm coming back. And you know, we're all standing before the judgment seat. What are we really going to think? Because what I think, right, I think I'm a Christian. I know I'm a Christian. Because I think when I get to the judgment seat, I'm going to be very, very scared. Why? Because I know that my sin is going to be before the most perfect being, the most powerful being. Yet I sit and I hope in the fact that God has said he is loving and that God has said he is gracious and that God has said he is good and that God has said he is loving and merciful and that what Jesus has done is what he did. And that is where my faith is put into. That when I get there, I know I'm a sinner, but yet God... Jesus, his life, his perfect, his perfect life is in me. I can't do it on my own. I couldn't do it on my own. Look at my life. But you've said you've given me Jesus' righteousness. Lord, I'm not good enough, right? And I think about that. If we sit here for a moment and realize the magnitude that we're all going to be standing before the God of the universe. The God who created the mountains. The God who created the depths of the ocean. The God who created the stars and the galaxies. And the God who created dark matter and black holes and every planet in our solar system and, and comets and asteroids. But also the same God who created little tiny spiders and bugs and who created little babies and humans who will grow up to be intellectual. When you realize we're going to stand before him and he's never done a wrong 
that should scare us into having a fear of the Lord and being like, what am I doing with my life? Do I delight in the law of the Lord so that, though I know I have a record of wrongs, but I delight in the law of the Lord to do what is good for God, but also for my own well-being. God didn't give us this as a rules to say, your life should be miserable. No, he gave us these rules to protect us. He gave us these, these, these commandments to show us, like, this is how you live a true life of joy and happiness and peace, and you don't destroy yourself, right? This is how you can bless your kids and your family. So I ask this question again. I'm going to ask this to Barrett. I'm going to ask this. I want you to answer it in your car. Barrett, if you slapped me, listeners, if you slapped me, what would happen? Oh, I would be harming you, and that would also be... It would probably come from a place of anger. And, and But what would my response be to you if you slapped me? Probably. What would your punishment be? Oh, I mean, it would be a sin, I guess. Or I'd probably get slapped back. Yeah, you'd probably get slapped back, right? Yeah. Okay. You slap me, you get slapped back. Probably. Right? Yeah. I'm going to punch you. No. Um, let's say you slap... You slap... Who's a... Let's say Justin Bieber. Right? <laughs> Just because he's a famous musician. You slap Justin Bieber, what's your punishment? Probably going to go to jail. Probably going to go to jail for a little bit. Probably get a misdemeanor. His security might rough you up a little bit, right? Yeah. You slap the president of the United States, what's your punishment? Yeah. (laughs) That's death. You're going to jail for a pretty long time, right? Or death death penalty. (laughs) No, I don't know about death penalty. And you see how you slap me, you slap Justin Bieber, you slap the president. The punishment's progressively gotten worse. Yep. What happens if you slap the righteous and holy God? No more. Right, that is the death penalty. Yeah. Right, you're guilty. Yeah. So I think the law reveals that we slap God every single day. That we say, every time we lie, we slap God. Every time we say, oh my God, we are slapping God because we're using his name in vain. Um, Every time that we steal something, every time we covet something, Every time that we would rather spend all our day on our phone and not spend any time with God, therefore it's an idol, we're slapping God in his face. And the punishment for one sin is death and separation from God for eternity because he's perfect. He can't be around him in perfectness. Yet through time and space and matter, he sent his son and through this, in some heavenly way, he has said, Jesus' perfectness can be given to you in your imperfectness. But you have to believe in him. And to believe that Jesus has done what he's done, it all starts with the law to show that he's lived a perfect life and that we haven't lived a perfect life and that through Jesus is the only way to get to heaven, to get back to God, who is perfect, who's given these commandments, right? Um... The law is so important. It's the basis. It's, uh, it's like probably the second thing you should start with with somebody. If you're ever going to evangelize with somebody, you should always start with uh, first that God is righteous and he is holy. Um, why? Because he's perfect. And since God is perfect, the law reveals that we are imperfect. And then you can go from there. Um, but I really just wanted to talk about how the law should shape us in our lives. That we should, we should love the law and we should follow it. Because it's so good for us. And that God actually cares enough about us that he would give us this law, these ten commandments, so that our life could be prosperous, so that our life could be 
could be good. It can be rewarding to ourselves, right? So that we're not actually going to want to murder people uh, physically, but also in our hearts. We don't want to commit adultery. We want to keep ourselves purified from the world because we're called to be set apart. Um, and that we're called to be different, to not be like those who are in the world so that we're a light on a hill. Um, the law is like, it is, it's truly... For us, we can't just focus on the New Testament. We focus on the Old Testament. And we live our life in a, in, a, in a way that is pursuing holiness and pursuing godliness. It should be so different from the world that people will be attracted to it. And we'll ask questions at least and say, wow, why is he different? What, what, what should make me live this way? Why should I do this? Why, should, why, is, he so like, why is he like this? And the law does that. And it creates gospel opportunities so our delight should be in the law of the Lord. Just like Paul's delight, just like David's delight, it should be in the law of the Lord. And we should meditate on it day and night and think about how we should live on it. So that when we're meditating on the law, it should just be in the back of our mind 24-7. We should know it like the back of our hand that we shouldn't do this so that we can glorify the Lord. Um, I know it's only been 26 minutes. We've kind of talked about the law. And I know I've really gone on a tangent, man. But I really hope it's encouraged to you. And that it's made your mind open a little bit um, because all of this was off the top of the dome. I didn't have any of this written down. Yeah. So some of it <laughs> might be a little uh, out there and uh, misunderstanding because my words are a little bit slippery and off the uh, place a little bit. But um, I, hope it was, uh, I hope it was good for you, good for your soul um, and encouraging. Um, so that's all we got for today on Sunday Broadcast, man. Yeah. First time back in a minute. So excited yeah. to be back and excited to talk about the law, man. Who knows what we're going to talk about next week? Stay tuned, right? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for the support, as always. Follow the Instagram, you know, so you can stay up to date when we post an episode and or other stupid stuff, I guess. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, Greg. (laughs) Repost of Greg. Yeah, repost of Greg. And, uh, yeah, I guess we aren't going to do a verse since, you know, we just had a whole sermon, basically, so... We'll see y'all next week. Shout out. No free shout out. Jesus Christ. Wait, he gets free shout out. Yeah, all the time. Yes, sir. (laughs)